Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Looks like we're bracing uh, for a, a, a jump at the pump, at least in terms of pump prices. Uh, saw some prices around town jumping up uh, over $1.20 a liter. And maybe we might need to get used to that for a while, as painful as it is. Uh, if there's any solace uh, to what you're seeing of the gas pump, and, and you know, you could probably, I saw this morning anyway, somewhere still around a uh, buck fourteen, which still has a, has a sting. The solace, though, the silver lining is that we're not in Vancouver. We're not in the lower mainland. It is now uh, at record levels on the West Coast, uh, upwards of just over $1.60 a liter. And you talk about sticker shock. So what's driving that, so to speak? Why are we seeing a surge at the pump? Why is it so much more in B.C.? And what do we make of the fact that uh, John Horgan who champions the fact that, that his province has a carbon tax, is, is now, it seems operating across purposes by trying to find ways of reducing the price of gasoline. Well, you can't have it both ways. Well, maybe unless you're a politician. I don't know. Uh, somebody who used to be a politician uh, is now senior petroleum analyst with GasBuddy.com. Keeps a close eye on all of this. Uh, Dan McTagg joins us on the line here this afternoon. Dan, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Uh, good to be here, Rob. Thanks for having me. So ha- have they crossed the, the buck 60 thresholds in, in Vancouver? Oh yeah, and they're at one sixty two point nine. Yesterday one sixty three point nine. Sunday they'll be at a dollar sixty five point nine. So, not happy days for uh, for folks that are there. But uh, I am getting my fair share of tweets uh, <laughs> as a messenger from people who think uh, it's not high enough. Uh, with some who believe it should be a lot higher than that, so that everybody can drive around on mopeds, tricycles, and EVs. Well, at least that's consistent, right? I mean, you know, John Horgan oh, yeah. wants to dip his toes in, in both pools there. That, oh, sure, we're, we're helping that agenda, but yeah, let's let's try to make <laughs> gas cheaper, too, at the same time. Sure. So when you're paying 52.3 cents on every liter of gasoline, it'll be fifty, almost 53 by the time Sunday rolls around. Uh, it pays for a lot of the uh, court challenges that we currently see uh, launched by the B.C. government. Of course, I'm speaking tongue-in-cheek, but the mm-hmm. fact is that this is a government that has a couple of options. It can reduce taxes. I mean, 52 cents in uh, Vancouver today versus here in Calgary at about uh, 36 cents, and that's assuming $1.25 as a liter of gasoline. Uh, there's obviously a disconnect uh, from reality there uh, from a government that just this week increased the carbon tax, uh, however small, of 1.2 cents a litre. Uh, it seems they're tone deaf to the reality that uh, high taxes and, of course, uh, blocking a pipeline that would bring in from our uh, Edmonton uh, refinery hub several hundred barrels of gasoline that they desperately need into that market. Uh, the Trans Mountain Pipeline isn't just about the expansion, isn't just about building a whole new line dedicated to heavy oil. The existing line, which currently carries 300,000 barrels a day, would be expanded to 350,000, which would carry anything as high as light oils all the way down to uh, condensates, gasoline, diesel. So that would certainly help if uh, there weren't so many protests and blocking of the lines. That pipeline would be pretty close to completion. Well, yeah, and it's funny how uh, John Horgan never mentions that. Doesn't mention it because he wasn't aware of it. He continues to deny it. I mean, that's like, you know, Horgan's heroes out there uh, are, you know, doing the uh, proverbial uh, for us older guys, you know, uh, Sergeant Schultz. I know nothing, I see nothing, I hear nothing. The fact is, this isn't in black and white. Uh, it's part of the approval that the NEB gave. 
to the uh, to BC as part of its uh, conditions by which you could build another pipeline. The existing pipeline would be upgraded with new pumps, uh, retrofitted in a number of places, and allow 50,000 barrels of light fuels or light oil to make its way down there into a market that uh, some are suggesting rather disingenuously, oh, maybe we should build another refinery. Well, you've got one there that's 55,000 barrels a day. That's all you have. This would be like building another refinery in less than two years. Yeah, not easy to do. Uh, so what, what's driving things at the moment? I mean, are, are there some supply issues that, that, are, that are putting pressure on, on the price? There are really three areas in the United States that affect prices directly here in Canada. In eastern Canada, it's the New York Mercantile Exchange, the NYMEX. So everything from pretty much Thunder Bay to the tip of Newfoundland. For the center of the country, that is from Thunder Bay all the way out to the BC interior, the benchmark prices are found in Chicago, the Chicago spot market. And that's a pretty strong market. Um, we often find that U.S. Midwest prices now are trending down, so that's a good sign. Unfortunately for our friends in British Columbia in the lower mainland and Vancouver Island, so that would include Victoria and Vancouver, they are tied into the Pacific Northwest market out of Seattle. And guess what? In the past, uh, since March 1st, the price there on that market has uh, risen about 74 cents a gallon. That works out to about a buck a liter, works back to about 26 cents a liter. And that's where the pr- big price increase is coming. Now, I, I hear uh, the Premier calling it gouging, but obviously he's not familiar with what markets do. If he goes a little further south, he'll find that uh, the four, two of the four refineries in Washington State are going through maintenance. Uh, they're not going to be coming up for another couple of weeks. Worse, if you looked further south on the market, which is connected to everything along Cascadia, along the Pacific Coast, he'll find that Los Angeles and San Francisco are in real trouble. Their prices on the spot market for gasoline jumped 18 cents a gallon just today alone. So there's a real problem down there. There's a shortage of supply. And unfortunately for Vancouver, which uh, continues to paint itself into a corner and blocking pipelines, as I mentioned earlier, their only option is to go to Asia to get more gasoline. And that's, of course, uh, inviting a massive premium to get gasoline if you need it to for what you need to get uh, day in day out to do whatever it is that we're doing in that uh, in that part of the world. No kidding. So not likely to be uh, any any relief in the short term. No relief in the short term, and uh, for the longer term, uh, the new normal I think for those in Vancouver is a dollar sixty or more. They could see a dollar seventy uh, at this point if you can get to one sixty five. By the way, all this was predictable. We we sort of sat down with your colleagues uh, uh, in uh, uh, in the CKNW in uh, in Vancouver and said, mm-hmm. "Look, 160 by the end of the month, uh, probably 165 towards the middle of the month. Looks like we're there, and that's why I think a dollar seventy is not out of uh, proportion. But when I look at prices <laughs> wow. in Vancouver and uh, they're 44 cents a liter higher than the national average, uh, something's got to give, and Horgan's got to get off his duff." Yeah, no kidding. Well, uh, much more course, and uh, people can stay on top of what the price is, gasbuddy.com. Uh, Dan, appreciate your time here. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, wonderful to be here. Have a great weekend, Rob. Yeah, you too, Dan. Uh, Dan McTagg, Senior Petroleum Analyst, gasbuddy.com. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.